okay. No. Um, yeah, so my name's Claire. Everyone already knows me here. Yeah. Can I just say, Erica, I'm so proud of you. She smashed yeah. up in her second week yeah. on the music team, and I love it. I love Erica so much. All right, I'm just going to start off tonight with a story. So imagine this. I'm setting the scene, right? So I come home from work on Friday, and I'm like, sweet. I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. So I quickly go in there, and I'm like, oh, no. The toilet's clogged, right? And I'm home alone, right? And I'm not a very handy girl. So I go, I'm like, Claire, what, what are you going to do? Like, use your brain. There's a plunger, sweet. Start plunging, plunging away. Nothing works. I'm like... Okay, it's fine. I can hold on to my pee until tomorrow morning. Like, like this is extreme, like a sport, right? I can hold. I'm going to have to. There's no other option. Good thing I quickly went out for dinner. I can use that toilet. Get me through to the next morning. Then I go to work. Sweet. Amazing. So I quickly go to the toilet at work. Awesome. Have a pee all night. And I really need to go to the toilet. And I, like, I drink so much water that I'm like, oh, I really, really need to go before bed. But guess what? Toilet hashtag blocked. That's not it. That's not, that's not good for me. And I keep, I say, okay, when I get home from work, my one thing that I want to do today, the only thing I want to achieve is to get this stupid toilet unclogged, right? So I get home and I say, I'm, I'm dealing with you today. I get my plunger again, plunge, plunge, nothing. Get a bit discouraged. I, 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 and do you know the growth part? That the water was all the way to the top. It was clear. It was clear water. We have a very old toilet, and I don't, I don't know how old it is. It's probably older than like a hundred years, not really, but, but anyway. So I get my bucket, fill it up with water, go outside, pour it out. I'm like, now, plunge, 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 nothing. I do that about six times yesterday, right? That, that is, that took up most of my day. Walking with this 12-liter bucket out the door, pour it in the garden, go back to the toilet, plunge, plunge, plunge. Nothing is working for me, and I'm getting real frustrated. And I sit down on the couch, and I'm like, I'm sick of this. Oh, I wish I had two toilets in my house, but we don't, and that's okay. So then I'm like, Claire, just Google how to unplug a toilet. Just go, and, and it says use chemicals, and I'm like, we don't have the chemicals. I, I don't know what to do. I'm calling mum, like, I need to go to the toilet, and the toilet's closed still from last night. She's like, Claire, just figure it out. You can do it. No, mum, I can't. And I messaged people. I said, Shanara, I need help. And they just laughed. I messaged Jay from church. She just laughed at me too. You figure it out yourself. And I'm like, oh, fine, okay. So I go to the shops, get some, some chemicals. I don't even know. I had to Google them. I don't even know what was in them. And I say, I believe I can unclog this toilet. This is like my seventh time trying in like 24 hours. I pour the chemical in and I have a good feeling. Like it smells really chemically. And I'm like, sweet, it's going to work. Like, like, these fumes are good, right? So I plunge, plunge, plunge. Okay. I have faith. I press the button on the toilet. Water rises back up. And I say, I am defeated. I am defeated. Like, like, you know when you're really sad? It was like that. It just hit me. I said, I am hopeless. Like, I'm seriously hopeless. I can't, can't even unclog a toilet. Like, I don't... What am I going to do? How am I going to last a whole other night without going to the toilet? So, then I was in my little half and I was like, God, I want you to unclog the toilet. Like... I know I have to do it. Like, I'm going to have to do it. I can't hold for two more days till my mom comes home. I'm like, oh, Lord, please unplug my toilet, please. And then, good thing, I quickly went out for like two hours and I was like, the chemicals can stay. Like, it's risen to the top. It can stay there. It's like, sweet. I'm not even going to worry. I'm just going to pretend that I never need to pee again. Like, never again. But then I needed to pee. And I was like, I'm about to go to bed. I can't hold. I'm going to probably wet the bed if I hold on any longer. I am peeing outside. I'm not going to a friend's house to pee because that's weird. Just knock on their door and be like, can I bring a toilet for a sec? 
no, that's weird. You don't need to do that. So I went back to the toilet and I said to the plunger, please work for me. Do you know what happened? Plunge, plunge, plunge. The water went down. Yeah. I said, thank you, Lord. Like, if that's not a testimony, I don't know what is, right? I do not know what is. So I just, I just want to share that with you. That had nothing to do with my message, but I just want to tell you to kind of set the mood, you know? It's kind of funny, kind of broken the ice a little bit. I'm just going to pray right now. God, I thank you for being here tonight, Lord. I pray that through this time you can open up our hearts, you can open up our ears to receive what you've, what you've got in store for us, Lord. I, I thank you for speaking to us. I thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord. And I just thank you that we can be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. I'm so excited for tonight. Really quick, we're going to actually watch a little video just for a little second of our favorite guy. Who is it, Chloe? She's going to pop it up in a sec if we get there. I can hear Pastor Josh's watch ticking from here. Sweet. Okay, it's about to come up. It's about to come up in one second. It might not come up. Oh no, oh no, I'm not going to be able to explain this video. Oh yeah, it's on the screen. Back. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, you, you're on there, you're on there. Alright, it's about to come up on our screen. Oh no. I think it is now. Yes, now it is. Okay, our favourite, my favourite actor in the world, Mr. Bean. My favourite guy. Let's watch it. Like, oh, dinner's already served on the table? This 
this is savour, okay, it's my favourite food, like chicken, chicken burger, I don't know, fish burger, whatever you like, I don't, I don't know what you like. Yeah. So you, you, get, you get home, the smell is wafting, you, you open the door, you hey mum, Claire, your favourite food's on the table, oh, love you, so good. Um, she's even set a fork and knife, like ready for you to, you know, literally dive into it. You're sitting at the table, about to eat, but bam, it's actually just a dream. It's not like that, is it? You get home and you say, hey mum, oh, I'm so tired, a bit peckish, haven't eaten in like seven hours, like, you know, since lunchtime. And then your mum says, hey Alyssa, we're having stew for dinner. And you think, stew, seriously? Like, I don't even like stew. And then you think, how do I get out of this? Like, can I fake sick and be like, I don't want to eat. Like, ew, stew is so gross. You can't do it, right? The reality is you get home and they say, oh, the stew's still cooking in the slow cooker. Six more hours left. And you're like, mum, it's already five o'clock. I'm not eating till 11. Like, that, that's ridiculous. That, ha- that actually hasn't happened to me. But still, there's food that you don't like. And you're like, oh my gosh. You go to your room and you're like, oh, I'm, so, I'm so hungry. I should have just gone to the Macca's drive-thru and got a cheeseburger. I should have just, you know, quickly grabbed a little chocolate from work on my way out. Like, or I should have just eaten my lunch at school. Now I'm going to be starving from the whole day. You start getting angry. Like, your, your blood starts to boil, you know. Do you ever have that? And you're like, oh, I'm never going to never gonna come down from this rate. Does anyone ever have that? Or is that just me? Oh, it must be just me. It must be a me problem. Anyway... But that's the thing, you're not you when you're hungry, right? So you're so hungry, your stomach's hurting, growling and grumbling, and you're, but that's not who you are. That's not who you are to your friends, is it? That's not who you are to your teacher. You walk in and say, I'm already hangry. No, you're actually nice to your people, are you? Are you? Or are you all just me? Are you all? You just laugh at me because you're all just me. Just kidding. We, no. So does anyone actually have that happen to them or No. Tell me the truth, guys. Not the dreaming bit, but... So... Yeah. There's actually going to be another little meme that's going to come up in just a second. Does anyone have that happen to them? Like you say, oh, I'm a bit bit hungry. And then someone else is like, huh, I only got 27 minutes till, till you're a different person. Yeah. My friends always tag me in that. I don't know how it's true. I never get hangry. I don't know what you're saying. I have no idea what you're saying. You just said... You're blessed. I get hungry. I get hungry. Anyway, what happens when you actually get a bit hungry? You're normally a bit tired. You're a bit like, oh, you need a bit of energy. You know, your stomach might be really hurting. You you might start overreacting because of the stew situation, you know. You're, You're a bit weak. You might be a bit lifeless. You're a bit, you know, just tired. You know, you can't really go to hockey training on an empty stomach, can you, Piper? You can't, because you're, you're, you're going to run for a second. Oh, I need food. You know? Well, that's the same in our spiritual hunger, right? Yeah. We, we can sometimes look like that. We're tired. We have no energy. We overreact. We're, we're a bit rude. You know, we're not very kind. Oh, you know, the list goes on, you know. It goes on and on and on. You know, you're not... And sometimes we can tell, like, you're not praying, you're not reading the word, you're not worshipping, you just stand here and worship like, so I No, that's, you're meant to be, hands raised, like, voice as loud as it can go, like, I have to go to the back of church because I am boring like a lion. That I have, yeah, I'm BJ, I am BJ, my lungs are like exploding. I want to I be the loudest in the room. 
you know, you're not encouraging. You, you might feel like, oh, I don't want to serve anymore because I'm tired. Like, life is about me. Sunday is my day. No, it's not. It's not, you know. You're just not that kind. You're, you're not generous. You don't care anymore. You have a short temper. Do you know what it says in Proverbs 15? It says, Proverbs 15 verse 14 says, A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while a fool feeds on trash. Mm-hmm. Well, a fool feeds on trash. What is this trash you might be thinking, you know? I'm not talking about a raccoon, like, rubbaging through a bin. I heard that snort. Who's that? Good job. Yeah, I'm not talking about the raccoon that like you see in movies and they like are rummaging. I'm not talking about that type of trash. I'm talking about things like this. It says a fool feeds on trash like gossip, like drama, like rumors, like bullying, like being rude to your friends, being rude to your parents, not being a kind person, telling lies and stealing, and the list just goes on and on and on and on. You can probably think of more things like oh. Sometimes I might tell a lie. Sometimes I might steal that last cookie. But do you know what? That's what happens when we're actually hungry, but we don't know how to feed ourselves, right? John 10 verse 10 says this. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. You know, we know people that are feeding off of this trash, you know. The, the truth is that people actually live off of this. They're like, oh... Hey Piper, did you hear? Did you hear about what um, Scarlett did on the weekend? Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's uh, you have now. You go tell um, your friends. Now you go tell your friends. You know, rumors spread like that, and people actually live off that. Like, and then people actually get sad. You know? You know? Do you know what I mean? I'm sure you have rumors spread about you before, and that doesn't make you feel fabulous. And you're like, I'm sad now. You know? When you could actually be making someone's day by saying, Do you know what I need? You're wonderful. Instead of saying, Tamika, you're trash. You feed off trash. That's not true because we're people who don't feed off trash. We feed off the good stuff. Am I right? It's not fulfilling. It's not life-giving. And it's honestly just destroying. I want you to say this like you mean it. I don't want to eat trash. I don't want to eat trash. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make a rap about that. We don't want to eat no trash. Uh-uh. If you're taking notes, write that down in bold. I don't want to eat trash. I don't want to eat trash. It's in my phone. I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live like that anymore. I don't want to eat trash. It's like you're so hungry and you decide to get McDonald's, you know. You're driving, you're driving in and you're like, oh, I'm so hungry. I need three cheeseburgers to fill up my stomach, you know, not just one, not just two, three, even with the pickles in it too. You need that, you need the whole lot, you need the whole lot. Or you need literally 20 nuggets to fill you up, right? Who actually has McDonald's as a snack? I do. I love McDonald's. But don't have it as a meal because it's trash. It's trash. It's not gonna fill you up. Sausage muffin, you know, that's just a snack. That's a second breakfast or a pre-dinner, you know, a little snack. That is the most heartbreaking thing ever, you know. It sounds really good, like McDonald's is cheap, it's appealing, it's probably like not that healthy. Sorry, Alyssa. Alyssa just got a job at McDonald's, by the way. Let's just give her a round of applause. We love it. So generous of you. We love it. 
probably not that healthy. But we still go there and we think, oh, a quick little fuel up, you know. Do you know, we can actually live a life as a person who's wise because we can be hungry for truth. We can be hungry for wisdom. We can be hungry for knowledge. We can be hungry for justice and love. We can be hungry for God to speak to us. We need to be hungry for God. We, and when, when we're hungry for Him, we can clearly hear Him, right? We don't, we're not just our stomachs making so much noise that we can't hear anymore. We're actually looking, you know? I never go home and say, I'm hungry. And then I just sit on my bed and be like, I wish food was in front of me. No, I go looking yeah. for the snacks. I actually go looking for the food. I'm like, hopefully there's a chocolate cake in the fridge. Hopefully there's a hot dog in, in the fridge too, because I, I love food, you know? Hopefully something's there. You don't just sit there and be like... I wish something was in front of me. You actually have to go and do something about it, you know? So, another scripture is going to pop up in just a sec. And this is what it says. This is what the Lord says to Israel. Seek me and live. Paraphrasing that, hunger for me and live. Oh, oh, oh. Go deeper. Go deeper. Let's go. Let's go. Let's really dive in right now. So another, a longish, a longish scripture is going to pop up to Mark 5, verse 24 to 29. If you have your Bibles, I want you to flick open to this one. If you have your Bibles handy, which incredible. We, we love to see our Bibles. So it says this. Jesus went with him and all the people followed, crowding around him. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. Is anyone 12 years old here? So imagine your whole life, you're bleeding. From the second, from the second you were born till right now on your, on your 12th birthday, you're, you're bleeding that entire time. How would you feel? He's actually 13, but anyway. No, he's not. Oh, good, good. Almost, almost 13. Anyway, okay. Let's get back. She had suffered a great deal for many, for men, from many doctors, you know. She'd... And she's, over the years, she spent everything she had to pay them. But she had gotten no better. In fact, she'd actually gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, and so she came up through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch this robe, I'll be healed. Immediately, the bleeding stopped, and she could feel in her body that she had been healed of her terrible condition. Now, I love this story, you know. A woman was healed after 12 years of bleeding. You know? I I don't know who she is. I don't know her name. I don't know her age. I don't know anything about her other than the fact that I'm almost certain that she was hungry to be healed. I'm almost certain that she was so sick of living that way of constantly bleeding. I don't know where she was bleeding and I don't really want to know. But she went to the doctors and they said, "Mm, maybe just put a band-aid on it. Sorry, Joel, that's probably not what doctors do. But in my head, that's what they do. They say... Just maybe go to the surgeon and ask him to stitch you up. That wasn't that didn't work either. She literally gave everything she had to try to be healed. But nothing was working, you know? I don't know how hungry you are to see healing in your family. I don't know how hungry you are to see healing in your own life. But I know it's possible. We read it in the scriptures, it's possible when we get to Jesus that we're healed. When Jesus says we're healed, we're healed. Isn't that right? She touched his robe. And that was enough power to heal her. We need to be hungry to see a change. She'd gotten all the advice, all the help, all the things she thought would work. And it did nothing. It didn't do anything. It made her worse. 
Hunger actually stirs desire in our life. Yeah. Hunger stirs the desire to see change. It stirs passion. Yeah. We need to be hungry for the Word of God. We need to be hungry for God. Do you know what's not fulfilling though? Do you know what's so just like the trash? The fact that we have TikTok and we think, oh, TikTok's my Bible. I love TikTok, huh? Or we go on Instagram and be like, mm-hmm. scroll, scroll, scroll. I love the Word of God. Yes, I see one, one scripture on there. That's my devotion done for the day. Uh-uh. Or Snapchat. Hmm, I wonder where all my friends are. Oh, I'm at church, but I'm still going to scroll and go on Snapchat. Hmm. Wow. Selfie check. No, that's not your Bible. You know, other people aren't your Bible. I can't be your Bible. Wow. You know, I can't be your Bible. I can't be at your house every single morning. Max, read the Word. I don't know where he lives. I'm not going to do that. I'm tired in the morning. I need to be reading the Word for myself. I can't be like, Scarlett,
We're the ones who need to know where to look. Like, where do we go when we're so hungry, you know? And yeah, it's in your Bible. This is where we go when we're hungry. You know when you go to the supermarket and you're like so hungry and your mum says, Claire, on your way home, can you just grab a loaf of bread? And you're like, sure, mum. But you're so hungry that you walk in and you're like, mm, the cupcake's only one dollar. That literally happened to me the other day. And you say, mm, I wouldn't mind a Mars bar or, uh, I don't know, a chocolate milk sounds really good. It's a Snickers. Yes, a Snickers sounds really good. And then you end up with like 20 items in your little in your arm because you think I don't need a basket I'm getting bread but then because you're so hungry that you don't know what you're going in for you know do you ever have that or is that just me oh, sorry I must be the one with that issue you know and you think all the snacks look so good but then you realise oh yeah I could be filled up on a chocolate cupcake but I could be actually being filled up on good food like vegetables delicious you know vegetables are I don't love vegetables but do you know what they're actually good for us so just eat your vegetables, guys. Eat the stew that your mum gives you. It's actually good. We get so much random food and it looks so good. It looks so, so good. But when we're hungry, we actually need to be seeking God. Yeah. The Bible is the first place to go, whether you're spiritually peckish, like a bit, could go for a little chip, you know, a bit peckish right now, whether you're just hungry, plain, plain old hungry, or whether you're actually starving, you know. I never want to get to the stage where I'm spiritually starving because I haven't done anything, right? Because I haven't picked up my Bible, because I haven't been praying. I never want to get to that stage. And we can actually, we can avoid that, you know. We can find truth in the Bible. We can find satisfaction when we read the Word. We find wisdom, we have fulfillment, and we satisfy the hunger inside of us when we read the Word. When we seek God for ourselves, when we don't live off of secondhand faith, when we pray, when we worship, we're actually feeding ourselves good food. I remember when Pastor Josh preached a few weeks ago, and he said that we're not like babies. We're not. We don't need others to feed us. We don't need. Yeah, um, yeah we don't know. A baby. I don't know. Amy, you have, you just have a little baby sister. If you sit her in a chair and you give her a spoon, what's she going to do? Probably throw it on the floor, right? But your mom, or probably you, or your dad, or your sister, probably puts the spoon with food on it and goes, airplane, into their mouth. Isn't that right? But probably in a few short months, she'll be doing that every single day. You, you, someone will feed her. Awesome. She knows what a spoon is eventually. Soon, she'll be picking up the spoon, probably dropping half the food as she goes to her mouth. But she gets a bit in her mouth, you know. She'll soon learn to do that because she's been showed how to do that. That's exactly like us. When we're at youth, we're actually learning how to go back home, how to read the word, how to pray, how to worship. That's why we do it all because we're actually being taught how to do this. And we need to still be receptive to do this. And we need to say, God, my worship doesn't end when I leave the door. My praise doesn't end when I leave this door. Because if if we're only doing it on a Sunday, what about the other six days of the week? Yeah. Are, we, are we starving ourselves? Are we depriving ourselves from actually allowing God to speak to us? Because we're too busy, we're too distracted. That's the truth. That is the truth. I don't know if you ever get to the dinner table and you're just not hungry. Does anyone else have that? Like you just, you, you think, oh, I'm not really hungry, even though the food's really good. Me after you. <laughs> Me after you. Um, you think, I could easily skip dinner and last till the next day. We actually need to recognize that we need food, even when the signs aren't there, when our stomach's not grumbling, when we're not getting hangry. We need to realize that we still need food. We need to make ourselves aware of that. We need to think, just because I don't feel like I need to read my Bible doesn't mean I shouldn't read my Bible. 
Just because I don't feel like praying doesn't mean I shouldn't pray. Just because I don't feel like listening to worship music doesn't mean I shouldn't listen to it, you know? Because you have those thoughts in your mind and you say, nah, not hungry. Okay, I'm going to speed through this last little part because I am running out of time. Okay. I have a quote for you. You've probably all heard it. Has anyone ever heard of this? Give a man a fish and he'll be hungry again tomorrow. Teach him to fish and he will have a richer life. Has anyone ever heard of that quote? Sweet. One person. Amazing. I kind of paraphrase this. Bring a friend to church and he will not read his Bible tomorrow. He won't rush it tomorrow. But if you teach a friend to read their Bible, if you teach a friend to worship, if you teach a friend to pray, Tomorrow he'll do it. Yeah. He will know how to do it. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yes? Yes? Okay, we need to teach people how to be full on God's word. Right. Be fattened with the truth. You know, I don't want to be physically fat. Spiritually, I want to be on the biggest loser. That, that's how fat right. I want to be in the spirit, you know? Right. I don't want to be skinny and, and, and deprived and all that, you know? I want to teach you how to worship in your bedroom. I want to teach you how to pray through the day. I want to teach you how to study the Word. But we need to be awakened to hear what God is actually saying. We can't do that unless we're doing these things. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I want to say this again. I'd rather be fattened with truth than skinny and deprived from God. Yeah. But what does it look like when you're... When, oh, anyway, anyway. Yeah, we become tired, we become weak. We lose joy, we lose patience, we stop loving. And then we say, you're not you when you're hungry. You're not you when you're hungry because you're letting that hunger affect you. Oh, I've got to speed through. I'm running late. I'm running late. I'm sorry, guys. You know, we shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't have to get to the stage where we're so hungry, so starving, so deprived that we're affected. You know, what does it look like to live a life that's spiritually, that's in the spirit, when we're hungry for God, it looks like this. We have a healthy prayer life. We have a healthy devotional life. You know, we have great resources. The Vision 180, incredible. They even have a radio station if you wanted to tune in on that. I don't know if you're allowed to listen at school, but if you can, pop that on. Listen to good. Listen to the good stuff that is actually fueling you. You know, um, when we're spiritually healthy, we can worship. We can be obedient and we can actually hear, hear God. We can see healings. We're serving. We're giving. We're being generous. We're tithing. We need to look at the source that fuels us, and that's in the Word. We have the Holy Spirit, you know. We have the Holy Spirit with us all the time. Am I being funny? No. Okay, good. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to even read this. I'm just going to go to the end. Okay. So I'll end on this question tonight. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Yes. Yes, I heard one yes. I am starving. I am starving. It's, and why? Why are you hungry? Are you feeding yourself? Yes. Yes? Incredible. You're feeding yourself. I love to hear it. Or what are you being fed? What are you allowing yourself to be fed, you know? Are you allowing the lies in your life to fuel you? Are you allowing, yeah, the lies and the untruths and, and the rumors and everything affect you? Are you letting that fuel you? Because we know that that's not, that's not it. You know, we can be so firm in his word that we can discern the truth from the lies. We can know the good food from the unsatisfying food. Let's start living like that one, you. Let's start being like that. Let's not allow ourselves to be so hungry, 
so, so hungry that we can't. <coughs> you okay? <laughs> that, yeah. Okay, I'm just going to pray as we finish. And then I think we're just going to go into some, some more praise and worship. But God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for being here tonight, Lord, and ministering to us. I pray that this week, God, we can come to you when we're hungry. We can come to you daily and learn about who you are and what you say, who we are. Um, yeah, thank you, God. Amen. Amen.